Guys, this is part two of the episode. If you haven't heard part one yet, what are you doing here? Click on that and listen, and then come back here. For the rest of you, here's part two. If there, if I think it's never good if a comedian is comfortable. Yeah. Because, um, like, even the best ones, they always need to be pushing themselves. Like, um, while he's in the shit list, uh, Louis C.K., yeah. who was a hero of mine, you know, yeah. for the whole. Like, writing wise. He's still he's a great writer. He's a great writer. Yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Um, that kind of begs the question can, we se- can you separate the art from the entertainer? I mean, with comedy, it's a difficult thing because yeah. it's such a personal. I think it, it can be very personal, mm. and it's also more difficult because he's still alive. Yeah. And like, because Richard Pryor had his shit. Yeah. And if Bill Hicks was still alive, I'm sure something dodgy would happen. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I mean, like, his material would be sort of go for would probably not be looked favorably today. No. Um, which. Um, or, um, the, yeah, there's a lot of different comics uh, who aren't alive anymore who would probably do get their eyebrows raised. Yeah, they do. Um, um, how, and, and some of the things obviously don't get raised. Like, I get annoyed with um, people who have got friends actually because uh, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of things like Chandler is an asshole, he's a transphobic. A lot of transphobia and a lot of bit of homophobia and Ross is natural shit because he's sort of what he does to Rachel sort of like it's there's a lot of problems if you take it into a present context but yeah. take it to how it was then it made a lot of progress it's like it's one of the first to have a gay wedding yeah um, was that Chandler's dad? no um, it was um uh, it was um, wife, Ross's ex-wife. Oh, so, yeah, um, Susan, Carol and Carol, Susan. Carol and Susan uh, get married, and that's like one of the first gay marriages TV. on American TV. And that's huge progress, but obviously there's some things that haven't aged well. Um, no. And actually, it's sort of surprised that Joey, of all the, of all of the three guys, is probably the most progressive. Yeah. Because you think, oh, yeah, he's the... He sleeps with the women, all the women. Um, but the thing is, is Joey is actually a pretty decent person. Though, because yeah. Rachel, he's a friend first. Yeah. While Ross is abusive, um, like and controlling, and manipulative. Yeah, and then Chandler, he's um, and it obviously comes from a place of trauma, but he's yeah. horrible to his own father, mother, father. It is father, but. If it was, yeah. Um, well, it's yeah, sort of like it, a pet is the pet. Well, one of his the parent, one of the parent, one of his parents. Say so like, that. Yeah. So yeah, one of his. The sperm banks, was a cat, he's not. Let's say the sperm <laughs> um, The sperm provider. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should change the name to. The sperm for the. Oh, sperm. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, yeah. we, 
Child bear. <laughs> Child bear. <laughs> Sounds like ring bearer. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, and it's, and then obviously you've got, like, if you go further back, you've got carry-on films, which, yes, they are misogynist. Oh, yeah. Like, um, but there's a lot of funny shit in there yeah. as well. Um, and obviously, like, like, in the carry-on thing, I think there is blackface in that. Yeah, not okay. Um, and a little secret, a little secret though. Mm. I like Papa Lazarus in the, in the League of Gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I see. It's, I'm sorry. I, that one is. I'm not. I would actually. I'm never. I wasn't. I'm not really too sure if that's because he's not. Is he meant to be? He's based. Well, he's based on it, but he's. Is he meant to actually be doing that? Being that, or is he? Just a guy who does dress paint dresses and sort of like No, he he's based the issue is he's based on one of their landlords who was black. Okay, that's problematic. Yeah, um, that's problematic, yep, it um, is. Right, no thank you for the context. Um but I'm sorry. It's still funny to me. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's a difficult thing in my brother's sort of, uh, sort of, um, my father was actually recently asking me what this quote mean, I'm thinking, oh, oh dear, no. um, oh no, <laughs> um, time to explain, um, and then say, and don't say you're anti-woke, Jack. Um, oh no, um, um, and explain like, no, that's not, that's not a thing you've done. Um, though my dad did raise some, like, legitimate concerns and things, like, he would want to raise that you think, uh, it's sort of a, it was, I was getting an old dear, and then I went, that's the point. <laughs> um, I'm not saying what the issue was. No. Um, um, but it's certainly one that sort of because it's a very nice. A bit of a hot button, a bit of a hot button. Mm. And I don't want people to say it, say we're class either. Either he's a massive race because no. <laughs> it's not. It's more of a like I raised the point and I, I oh okay I I don't agree. I can see the how it sort of. It's not really that's given the open discussion. Um, it's it's not like it's not um, it's not sort of you know, immigrant or like lives matter thing. Don't worry about it. No, no, something else. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, let's cut that bit out. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Um, um, there is a reason we were here for this one. We were here for this. Uh, yeah, let's talk about. So, um, um, I don't want to do it. The 1999. No, the 1997. Let, let's check the year. It, it, is, it is 1997 because it came out the same year as Scream 2 came out. Mm. I know it did last summer. Um, yeah. So, for those who haven't seen it, it's based on a book. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's based on a book. Mm. Um, uh, and it's about a group of the, a group of teenagers, or no, yeah, the Arctic group of teenagers who run over a body, run over, uh, run over a guy, get very drunk, run over a guy, and they t- and they 
instead of going to the police, they decide to throw the body in the river and take and take the to the grave. They think they've killed him, but then they actually yeah. do kill him in the process of getting yeah. rid of him. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're going to talk about it. And then they get a letter saying, I know what we did. And then someone, because at the start, they also talk about the hot killer. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and actually, it's sort of happening, which is a really sort of older myth. Yeah. And it's in, um, I'm going to be honest, like, for the, when it comes to the hot killer, I prefer the supernatural episode. Okay. Um, I, so I, I did watch, I know what you did. Um, not, I, I can appreciate it, but it wasn't campy enough for me to sort yeah. of find it funny and enjoy it that way. And yeah. it's not genuine, like, I think it's a, a bit of a problem as when being a comic, you know how punchlines work. Yeah. And so it can talk, for me, it diminishes sometimes how effective a comedy might be. So, well, the reason I think it's not very campy is because Kevin Williamson mm. also co wrote, um, he co wrote Scream the Scream mm. 2. Mm. So, yeah. this, I think this was him attempting to. Say, I can also do one in the screen, but make it a straightforward, a straightforward horror. Mm. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, it also made me, uh, so when I watched that, this, and then um, I decided, uh, I really want to watch the Simpsons episode where they parodied it, because I love that <laughs> one. So like the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, the, uh, I think it's, um, Treehouse 10 or something. Um, it's like in season 11, yeah. um, where they, it's Ned Flanders, um, and it's, it, it's the, um, Homer faking Ned Flanders' death. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm home on, oh no, I'm having a heart attack. It's <laughs> <laughs> like snore, scream, um, it was, yeah, it was one of the first things I found so funny in primary school. Of the werewolf dead Francis going, <laughs> deadly! <laughs> and like, oh, hi! Hi, werewolf Flanders! <laughs> hey, Flanders, I want the weather, I want the news, not the weather! <laughs> um, do you want to say something? Because I watched it and then I, I, I just realised how much similar, because it's Dan Castanard who does Homer, as well as uh, one of Kang Codison. Yeah. Flanders is done by Harry Shearer who does. Ned and one of the other characters. I don't know. And, and also, he used to do Dr. Hibbert. And uh, uh, Burns. Yes. Montgomery Burns. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, they're great. No, have you ever watched the um, the interview they did, uh, the panel interview where they did the sixth cast? So it was, I can't remember, it's sort of like this big Hollywood interviewer. Uh, um. Oh, fuck, what's the name? I don't know. Wait, so, Roll 6 and then they actually, he's sort of interviewing the characters, and it's sort of, you've got Ben Casanova, uh, Harry Shearer, Harry Shearer, uh, Hank Kazaria, Nancy Cartwright, uh, um, with, is Nancy Lisa or, uh, Bart, Bart, and then they've got Marge and, yeah, uh, Lisa, and they all basically do the voices, um, which is, Justin Fred didn't have first tell their voice there. But I was listening to Ken Coders and went, oh, I never really noticed how similar. I, I can hear the, how I can, you can hear the sort of speech pattern. Like, yeah. You know it's, I know, I can tell which one's which. 
who's voicing who, because like, that one sounds like Skinner, and that one sounds a bit like Homer. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, they, they're not. Um, but yeah, no, um, I really like watching that. Um, but no, um, cause, yeah, just before I was talking about Slasher doesn't, I don't think that's a horror that does it to me, because it can happen, and it's understand, you can know it. Like, yeah. I, wa- I like watching Hannibal, and I've watched horrible, I've watched <laughs> historical films and TV shows where they do horrible tortures. Like, um, I, I remember a conversation uh, between Tristan McKenna and Raj Pujar. Raj Pujar. Yeah. Um, and Tristan was talking about being a prison, prison warden and some of the sort of suicide attempts uh, that the yeah. inmates did. And then Raj was like, I'm not even surprised about how inventive they could be. Yeah. Because they obviously did things with like federal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, allow me to get a history <laughs> Um And then I started talking about the Blood Eagle and, um, should I talk? Which is, um, a, a Norse execution where they break the back of the ribs and open them up. Nice. And then put the lungs on the shoulders. Nice. Um, which they, um, there's an episode on the Hannibal they do it, um, and they also actually do it when they do the Great Even Army Invasion in Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, that one, and then there's, uh, like there's the Brazen Bull, uh, which is another one where they put you in a, I don't know which, where it originates from, but the idea is they, you put the person you're executing in a bronze bull, and then you light a fire, Underneath the statue, which is hollow, and that heats up, and the screams of the uh, person dying is yeah. meant to create the sounds of a bell. The bellowing sound is meant to be the bull. Wow! Uh, and then, um, or, or people under there are people who generally get worried, but I know these <laughs> things. And like, I'm, I'm used to it. Oh yeah, you, yeah. That's because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then. Like, um, David Hunter gets used to this. Well, that's because we <laughs> write shows. Well, you've written a show together. We write shows together. Like, um, I was one when David, I, I want to do milking soup, <laughs> or I'm just as a cow, and then he was like, no, no, no I'm not gonna get, we're, we're not gonna do it, put cheese in the glove and then have me milk you. And then I told another comic, and then they're like, yeah, that's actually, I, I want. I will see that. And then <laughs> I said, I told the people, and then that's when we went, yeah, fine. And then we did it, and it's such a good show. Um, uh, it was breaking the ball. Uh, even, or, like, the Romans had another execution. I can't remember what it's for. And the Romans, they come with a lot of great balls. Great people. Uh, great engineers. Um, um, but, like, obviously, we all know, like, what crucifixion is. Yeah. Um, but then there's, it's not the only thing you have. No. But there's one torture they get. They basically they put salt on your feet, and then they get a goat to lick your feet. And because goats like salt, they really. But the thing is, they've got a really rough toe. Oh, so they so uh, peeling, they lick salt, but then they peel the skin off uh, to the bone. Holy uh, shit! And that is so to me. Interesting talking you seem to like that. So some people are horrible like So that's why slasher movies just done. Yeah. Well, I think that's like like 
be honest, I'm pro- I I wouldn't enjoy Saw because I like I don't enjoy that kind of. Well, Saw's not a slasher movie, though. No, it's not, but it is a torture film. Like, um, I I can't watch it just for that. No, I mean, I like Hannibal, but it doesn't sort of scare me. No. Uh, what actually scares me is the um, uh, when it comes to more cosmic horror. So the idea that it it has to be things of, that are bigger than humanity, like Pennywise clown, that, which is yeah, that's like it. It's terrifying. Well, that's terrifying. Um, I mean, not the nineties uh, miniseries, but because that's it's chapter one and chapter two. What when the not the nineties miniseries? I'm talking about the the remake with Scarlet so Yeah. Um, which he has a lot of always. It's like I can't remember how kids, but like one of them's in Vikings is nut and crazy Loki. Yeah, who I love. He's the ship builder, and then he's got another one, and obviously Skarsgård is here at Thor, because he's the scientist. Yeah. His son is the clown. Yeah. One, yeah, um, who did a fantastic job, and apparently, oh, yeah. like, the lazy item, that's not an effect, that's something you can actually do. Really? Yeah, so he just, the whole, lip, it's not prosthetics, the bullet, and um, obviously I think the teeth, they did something like that. But, yeah. And I don't mean the, uh, Sharks, teeth. I mean, no. the sort of, yeah, sort of, sort of drooling, but the drooling, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's, he has like a lazy eye or something, so he just has to relax or tent and then it's just like that. Um, but yeah, there was like an interview, uh, where he was in costume, and I think it was like, um, yeah, one of the actors. One of the kids. One of the no, kids. adult actors. Uh, sort of weird and out, but it's kind of, it's sort of like, grateful he's not a method actor. He's just, no. Um, actually, uh, it's written, generally, the kids were actually great actors now, because he thought he generally was terrifying all the kids, and he yeah. says, no, you're doing fantastic. That was he, one, because he said that on a, well, an interview. I think Jimmy it was Conan. It might um, have been Jimmy Kimmel or Conan. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been um, Fallon. I can't. I can't watch Fallon. Not Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Uh, or could it have been? Um, who's the other big Letterman? Could it have been Letterman? No, it's Letterman. Letterman. It's like that. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not what you do. That's not Yeah, but it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's the sort of a Stephen King like the Shining makes me uncomfortable. So ghosts. Um, Lovecraftian cosmic horrors, the Demogorgon in Strange Things, sort of, it has to be things that are unknowable. Yeah. And sort of beyond human comprehension. Because uh, that was actually, so, confession. When I was eight, I was scared of Gollum. Um, yeah, in Lord of the Rings. But my parents weren't, ex- when they were taking me, they thought, they thought it was going to be the ring race. Ah. Like, they're going to freak me out. But it's like, no, because you can see them. Um, you can see them and they're sort of, they're just grinding boats. Yeah. Out and just trucks firing. Um, with uh, an actual torch, not a fireball. Um, um, it's Gollum in the Fellowship freaked me out because you can't, he's in shadow and you can't really see him. And so it's sort of reminiscent, it's the unknown and that's something that's always scared humans. And it's like, I actually wear a lot of, um, so there's a whole thing forests and like uh, 
ancient Greece sort of like it was wildlands and it was where the gods are kind of thing and it's also the Celtic thing and that can be quite freaky shit so yeah. um because it's sort of like I know it's coming from the actual fear of the unknown because they knew the cities but they didn't know necessarily know the wild yeah the, the wilderness because that was like it's real wild there's all sorts of things in there uh, and so like yeah, there's a great uh, myth where a hunter stumbles on Artemis and some nymphs uh, basically having a nice shower, um, naked shower. Um, it's like, he's like, oh shit. And he's like, she's like, because <laughs> Artemis is like, no men. Um, uh, and he's sort of running and he's, he gets basically turned to a deer. <laughs> sort of like, uh, and then his own dog sort of hunting and killing. Um, yeah, and that's actual, that's some good, like, people, yeah, no, it's like, actually, yeah, because you can see, I think, like, because like, bear in mind, comedy, Western comedy, did originate in ancient Greece and the, their theatres, like, they are the people who, we have, like, which actually called more democracy. So comedy and democracy are they coexisted, yeah. had a coexisting evolution, right? Because they would satirize things. Initially it was satire, so they picked myth and then basically the satire of humans. Yeah. Um, and then later on, uh, like a hundred years later, they started doing more sitcom stuff, so they had this sort of archetype things, so more so like so it was just that was interesting things. I like my intellectual things. Um, <laughs> um but also you can see the myths with the horror and how that's still like it's still prevalent in us like we we still as a species love that shit yeah in our comedy and our horror and you actually that's a surprise isn't it mm, and actually there is sort of like i think there's a genuine like there's in a greek comedy there's like a court case with a dog who ate a wheel of cheese and the dog's on trial or something Mm -hmm. and there's another one where a bunch of people they don't want to live in normal society so they basically make feathered costumes and decide they're going to be birds who live in the sky. It makes us <laughs> utopia up there. So it's like... Very much a python. <laughs> That's a python premise. Very um, much. Uh, so it's sort of like... Yeah, it still exists. And yeah, no, I love... I love myth. And that's sort of like... I sort of, Maybe that's why I like to do this really on the stage because I just want to replicate that sort of... And that's probably why it resonates with people because there's something still very primal to what I've done. I can do sometimes because when I can go some things where it's not where I'm not speaking, just dancing to music or being a shit out of a rubber animal <laughs> um, is part of something more feral and primal. And I like that. Um, yeah. So. To sort of wrap it up, yeah. How I've got, I've got a rating system for the films. So I put it in the bin if you thought it was absolutely terrible. Uh, Stream it if you thought it was alright, or pay full price for it. Like if you thought it was. I mean, good. bear in mind, I never paid full price. Ha ha! So what did so what would you rate? I know it didn't. Actually, no, I do actually go to some of that. Right. Uh, go on. So, what would you rate out of those three? Uh, I know what you did. Yeah, I know the last one. Stream. Stream it. Why stream it? 
it's just not my jam. Like it's it's useful to understand, and I think it's valuable to consume and take for influence. Yeah, because uh, I think a lot of comedy you can cons- it's consumed media. Yeah, uh, and the more things you take on, the more things you can versatility in the way you can constantly change your game and understanding certain conventions about mm. how the way society yeah. and people work. Um, the more you understand people, the better you become writer. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I say I won't bin it. I think it's a valuable experience to <laughs> watch, just especially because it just contextualised the Simpsons episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably one of the kinder review, one of the kindest reviews the movie's got. It, I did read it got mixed reviews. Yeah. And it got compared sort of unfavourably to Scream. Yeah. Mm. I think people are going into it because I was like Kevin Williamson wrote the thing. Mm. Well, that's the problem. They came expectations. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that, that, because that's, um, that's actually how I wasn't disappointed in the first of it because everyone was saying it was shit. And then I watched it. So I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> Um, I'd say I'd probably say for me I'd say I'd give it a very high a very high stream it mm. because even though I did pay I bought the trilogy like years and years ago mm. bought set because I still know the last summer which is the sequel that came out the year after yeah and if you're ever wondering what Jack Black looks like in Dreadbox that's the film for you to watch and oh, then why did you tell me that? <laughs> I, I mean, I saw the review and it's got like terror and I don't want to watch it. Now you've got to see it, haven't you? You kind of just prevent, presented the mystery box that I yeah. had up. Like, the box, the box! <laughs> <laughs> um, and they've also got um, a standalone sequel. I know, I always know we did last summer, which was direct to DVD in 2006, but it's still better. Then I still know he did last summer. Yeah. So I'd say I'd give it a high stream. It. No, I'm giving it like a five point five. <laughs> so uh, where can people find you, Stephen? Like online and that. Um, eventually. <laughs> uh, so I do have a Facebook page. Uh, it's Stephen Gatling. That's S D. That's with a P H. That's Gatling as in Gatling gun, but spelled with a C. Uh, you can go on Twitter at MooseFace42, not that I'm much of a Twitter comedian, more of an Instagram. So go like Cat and Keep Comedian. Um, I'm not really big on the YouTube. Oh, YouTube. I'm not a TikToker. No. <laughs> Yet. Well, we don't know, depending on what our topic, if our government follows what Americans do. Uh, yeah, um, well, to be honest, this is something me and David have been trying to discuss where we're like, you should probably do some physical milk stuff online, yeah. Online, because I don't want to do it by myself. Like, no. um, I actually did, I did do a sort of mess at Jerry Seinfeld, sort of my deconstruction of that joke. Yeah. Because uh, I just have a need to take this out of the airplane joke. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's, a, it's a problem. Can't do it. It doesn't work on stage. It works for comedians. It works for live audience. No. It's so annoying. <laughs> Great. I can do it now. Sorry? Can do it.
It's okay, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.